What's up, everybody? Anthony Cazenza here coming at you once again, just hammering you with all kinds of content, Bengals content, fantasy football content, all kinds of stuff. And I am leaning on the guru, the super fan, Derek Davis, also known as the Orange Arrow. He's pulling extra hours, too, at his own day job, and he's coming and sacrificing his time to give you fantasy football lineup advice all kinds of different stuff Derek what's what's new buddy how uh how you doing you getting your we were talking holiday shopping before we took the air you getting everything done you getting everything sorted yeah. out here? yeah we got we got almost everything done my wife went shopping yesterday with her mom and and sister and my little daughter to kind of round things out so I think we're ready to rock and roll for the uh for the holiday season good. how about you good for you I you know it's hard I think we're pretty well set the just what my, what my wife done, does, she owns a uh, series of um, retail clothing stores. So her life right now is in, extremely chaotic. So trying to get wrapping and shopping done at this point, we actually do a lot of it in like October and November. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's March. It's March. Yeah. So I think we've got a lot of it done. There's some, a few last minute things, but uh, nothing, nothing too much like a, like a scramble drill. I don't think, I think we're a little pretty well organized at this point, but we'll see. <laughs> Something always comes up, right? That's how it, that's right. How it right. Good to talk to you. Uh, I don't think you were at the game this last week, correct? You, uh, you watched this one from home, the Bengals and 49ers that was, that was at Paul Brown stadium, correct? I did. And I, I feel like probably like all of us, that viral video, of the guy watching the game. I don't know if you saw that one or not. <laughs> that that was all of us. I don't know if that guy was really who that was, but uh yeah, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I don't I don't know who it was. I think I might actually follow him or or um or somebody I follow liked yeah. his, his video, but I saw it and I literally when you're watching it and listening to the music and everything, you're thinking that was me. And I I'm sure everyone else Every other Bengals fan in America thought that exact same thing. Right, right. I yeah. Um, that is, yeah. <laughs> I, it was a rough one to to swallow for sure for Bengals fans. It was kind of like you know they were out of it, out of it, out of it for the better part of three quarters, and then all of a sudden, you know, they make a game of it. So we're gonna we've got a lot to talk about. We're gonna take some questions from live listeners in terms of if you've got some fantasy football questions. It's an important time for a lot of folks who are potentially entering the playoffs in their respective leagues. If they had a successful season, that is. In my three leagues, I think I maybe made the playoffs in one. So uh I gotta I gotta double check everything on that there. I've got some questions. I know I'm in a couple of consolation prize type of types of games and whatnot, which is yay. But oh well. Uh the if you've got some questions, leave them in either the live Facebook chat, the live YouTube channel. Um if you're if you're checking us out on one of the Twitter accounts and you're able to leave a comment there, do it. We'll try and grab some of those. We've already got some things to recap. We've got some players to talk about specifically. And of course we'll go over the lines and other things as well. So let's recap a little bit. You said some of your plays last week were there may be a, a limited amount of uh, <laughs> feathers in your cap for this one, but there was one pertaining to the Cincinnati Bengals that ended up playing well for you. Yeah. So last week, um, two of the guys that we said as flexes was Joe Burrow and Tyler Boyd. I thought this was going to be a 
attack the middle of the field kind of game. And I was right on the borough. Um, they had him ranked at quarterback 14 in uh, PPOL in six point per passing touchdown leagues. And he actually finished as quarterback seven. So if you started Burrow, he uh, he ended up doing pretty well last week. So just not well enough. But, you know, with that with that game, I think a lot it's it almost seems like the, the majority of the fan base came away from that game almost happy, not happy that we lost, but happy in the sense that seeing this team and and the drive that they had and knowing that that bodes well for them in the future. It does. And I, I've kind of said this on both stuff I've written on Cincy Jungle and on and on our podcast here. It just, at, at a minimum, even though the Bengals aren't winning these games, I mean, at a minimum, you feel like Burrow and, you know, a lot of the players on the roster will at least give you a shot to be in pretty much every single game. And even when things look bleak, they, they tend to come back. I mean, they were down, what, against the Chargers, what was it, 24 to nothing, came screaming mm-hmm. back 422 into the second half, and then some more self-inflicted errors. This week, they were down 20 to 6 in well into the third quarter, uh, even into the fourth, I believe. All of a sudden, they come screaming back there as well and take it to overtime and have a lead in overtime and somehow still lose. But uh, I, you know, there's a lot of things. If you watch the show last, last night, you know, we talked about learning how to win and all these kinds of different things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I said it on, on Monday when I, when I did another show that, you know, it's, it's true because it's a young team in a lot of respects, a lot of new faces, but at the same time, we are in year three of Zach Taylor and we've been hearing rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. And now it's just kind of like, you know, it, it, you need to be patient, but also at the same time, it's kind of like, well, uh, how much, how much more patience do we have at this point in time? So, um, that is, uh, at least though you were pretty solid on your predictions with, uh, with Joe Burrow. I know there were a couple of other ones that, uh, didn't do you any favors that we lost your, your video there, Derek. I don't know. Sorry. I was, I just got a couple updates and this, this hot, it's getting really frustrating with, with fantasy football, among other things. I just got a couple updates. Uh, Alex Colin, it was, it. let me. Just double check real quick. Yeah, Alex Collins and I don't know if my video is working yet or not. It doesn't not, look like no. it. Um, Alex Collins and Tyler Lockett were placed on the COVID list. So, yeah, so there's a lot of guys that are on either the COVID list, other guys just battling stuff, even whether they're fantasy football impacts or the team impacts. Um, you know, they're, they're battling illnesses. And if you look at the Bengals injury report, that is something that's happening there. So, you know, obviously something to monitor, whether it's, it's COVID, a different illness or what have you. And then you've got guys like a guy I have on my team, uh, on one of my teams who was pretty solid for me earlier in the year. And that is Deandre Swift, the, the versatile running back for Detroit. He was a guy that, you know, was, was doing some things early here. And now he's been a guy that has unfortunately, I think since around Thanksgiving suffered a shoulder injury, I believe, and has since not been able to, to play here. So, and he's a guy, he's questionable. And I want to ask Derek about it here. We don't have your, your video back yet, uh, Derek, but that's okay. We can, we can work with it. 
Um, okay. The the uh, I, I was just talking about DeAndre Swift, a guy who's got a shoulder mm-hmm. injury, just seems to be that questionable designation. Did not make the IR list when the injury originally occurred. I'm looking at a lineup. I've got a critical game coming up in one of my leagues. He's a guy I relied on early this season, but now is just a guy that unfortunately doesn't seem to be a guy to be able to be relied upon on a week-to-week basis. He missed practice again on Thursday. So, you know, that likely means it's pointing to another inactive coming up this week. Yeah, so with DeAndre Swift, a a guy like that, it almost seems like if if he's there, you're starting um, just because of how good the player is. And going going along with that team, it was just – just noted that TJ Hawkinson is getting uh having surgery on his on his finger, so or I think it was on his thumb. I can't I can't remember exactly what the injury was, but so he'll be out this week. So they're they're I think they're really hoping to get a guy like Swift back just um to to have some sort of semblance of an offense on that team because right now they're they're really struggling to find to find guys to, to line up. Yeah, <laughs> they're struggling to find anything right now. So that that is for sure. So maybe, uh, go ahead. What's so, that? So maybe um, with those guys being out, maybe you lean towards a guy like a Monroe St. Brown or somebody like that um, that you can pick up in in uh, off the waiver wire because he's probably not he's probably not very widely owned. But if you're if you're a big underdog and you need some some sort of blow up performance, or you need something a kind of boom performance. Maybe you look at a guy like that to if he. It seems like a guy like that, if he's going to score points, he's he's going to go off. So yeah. Um, so this is uh, there's a question in the live chat for you here. I'm I'm trying to do a little bit of research. In the meantime, here, um, this is from Richard Fredette on the face Cincy Jungle Facebook page. I have the top two seeds in both of my leagues with a Joe Burrow quarterback in every week except his bye week. How do you all feel about trusting Tyler Boyd in this Denver game? I already have Burrow and Chase locked in more or less trying to figure out my flex for Boyd because when I start him, I get maybe three to six points. And when I don't, he lights up my bench. Just on the fence with Boyd. Yeah, isn't that how that usually goes? Not just with Boyd, just in general, you know, such is luck. Um, Broncos right now, 10th in passing yards allowed in the NFL on defense. Um, And so, you know, they're not giving up. They're they're, uh, fourth in terms of passing touchdowns allowed on Mm -hmm. defense. So their pass defense is pretty stout, and they can, you know, Bradley Chubb, et cetera, can, can get after the quarterback. So, you know, uh, the, the Bengals may have a little bit of difficulty passing the ball as opposed to going up against some of the weak corners that the 49ers sported this last week. Yeah. So, um, I don't remember their, their nickel corner, but, uh, I know they've got Pat Sertain that'll be going up against Jamar Chase. And then, uh, is it, uh, Trying to think of the, the guy opposite of him. I can't remember his name now, but he's he's another good player. So you might look to them using, and I I have this strange feeling. It's not based on t- statistics. It's not based on any sort of analysis. But I have a feeling that this will be a CJ Uzama game. So maybe 
Tyler Boyd, CJ Uzama in the middle of the field will kind of be where they target more off more often than not this week. So yeah, that might be you might be correct. And you know, Jamar Chase just from week to week is a guy that um, unfortunately, you know, and I want to get your take on him really quick. You know, a guy that is explosive, 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 but is a guy that we know is still, I mean, he's, he's over a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns right now. He's helped carry the Bengals to, you know, some of the, the playoff contention talk, et cetera. But he's also a guy that, you know, while he's netted you potentially some wins with his big plays, there are a couple of major drops. And you look back to the one against LA last uh, two weeks ago, I guess now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, that loomed large in that game, that was basically a 14 point swing uh, in that one there. So I don't know, man. Uh, it's not like yet. I, you, you don't, de- you definitely don't sit Jamar chase based on the potential and what he can do in any given moment. But I think it's also owner beware because, you know, you could see a game like last week where you go, hey, two touchdowns, 70 yards, you know, he's the, he's back, he's, he's going to play. And then all of a sudden he may disappear for a stretch or two, particularly against this Denver defense who is pretty stout against the pass. Yeah, and um, I, I forget who said this, but somebody was talking about um, Jamar Chase and it might have been uh, – one of the fantasy shows I listened to, but they were, they were saying, you know, Tyreek Hill has dropped um, Tyler Lockett, although not very often, but he has dropped. And it's just kind of, you're, you're going to start the guys who got you there. There's no way at in any way to take Jamar Chase out of your lineup right now, especially with, you know, you look at these, these catches that he's dropping and those are potential game winning fantasy winning catches that he could have had so there's always that opportunity every week to uh to get that and this is a team with the denver broncos that that play i think it was on the locked on where they did the crossover they like to play a lot of man and i think jamar chase and joe burrow are really looking forward to that uh, so we've got a couple of questions here in the live Facebook, and then we're going to keep rolling with a couple of other things coming up. Thanks for the questions though, folks. This is, this is good. Bobby Keegan asked, what is the most recent update on the Arizona Cardinals backs need to know before the game tonight. As I look around the wire, James Connor is not at the open portion of Thursday's practice. It looks like, um, so that is not a good sign after he had a, an incredible game, uh, statistically speaking on, uh, Monday night there. So, um, I think he is, he's got an ankle issue that's bugging him. I did not. Did you see what's going on with Chris Edmonds yet? Yeah. So um, Edmonds is, and that that's a, a lot of great foreshadowing there because um, for my running back flex of the week, he is now right now, as of right now, uh, running back 28. And the reason why I liked him was because of the, um, the James Conner injury. And I have a, a, a strong feeling that if, if Edmonds is healthy, which I, I believe he is, I think they just set him out one extra week last week if, from what I read. Um, this could be a really big Edmonds week, and they might potentially just say, hey, Connor, we need you for more than just this game. So why don't you sit out this week and, uh, and rest up and, and get healthy? All right. Good question there. And then Michael Vanoy, Vanoy. Uh, on Facebook, um, Burrow or Mahomes? Uh, 
and that's a pertinent question because I think the Chiefs play tonight, right? So um, yeah, they you know that's something under the gun there that needs to be figured out. And against the Chargers, I I would lean because of what I said against the personally speaking, um, I would lean Mahomes because the Chargers pass defense is not very good and you can put up points on them. And even if the Chargers get up on a team, we have seen them allow teams to come back and, and you know, kind of get either garbage time points and yards or really let a team back in late in the game, whether that's the Steelers or the Bengals most recently. So I would, I would go with Mahomes, even though that's on the road there. And I look at Denver's pass defense, like I said, just pretty stout, but I don't know how you feel about that one. Yeah, so I mean, Mahomes is is the one of the top QBs in in fantasy football. You really can't. I know he's had a he's had a down year, but he's really as of as of late, um, really come on. And I would I would have to go Mahomes there because it's. I mean, I like Burrow. I love Burrow, but for fantasy football, he he tends to stay around that um, quarterback. 10 or 7 to 10 to 12 range and Mahomes is always consistently in that top five so yeah Mahomes Mahomes for sure now I will say that I did see there's a lot of people talking um betting wise on taking the Mahomes under passing yards this week or tonight because of the potential for uh Clyde Edwards Hilaire to have a game just because of their the lack of a run defense against the Chargers. So I would say be wary of that. And um, if if Mahomes doesn't have a good game, which, I mean, he's going to score two touchdowns at least because that's what Mahomes does. So I think he'll, he'll still get you. I think his floor is probably that 18 to 20 range, which doesn't kill your fantasy lineup. Yeah. And uh, by the way, Mike Kenner here, says I live in Denver and I'm going to to the game this weekend who day so have fun Mike and if, you, if you've got a couple of other questions for us even though or, the orange arrow Derek Davis is a man of mystery today we've we've lost his video <laughs> today. um yeah I don't know what happened to my camera I went back out and came back in and it's still it's like try resetting your device I'm like I ain't got, I got time well, for that that's okay we can, we can hear you so <laughs> yeah. that that's okay we're 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 good a um, couple other questions um, before we get into the lines and then bounce on out of here before we get to mm-hmm. uh, maybe some other sits and starts. Want to tell everybody once again about our partnership with Symbol. And you Symbol. Symbol. That's right. S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com slash OBI, whether you want to call it a backslash, a forward slash, I don't know. We get, we say it one way, people get pissed. We say it another way, people get pissed. So go to uh, symbol.com slash OBI. Why? Because if you play fantasy football, if you play survival football, if you do any of that kind of stuff, you got to check out the platform that symbol provides because you can play, you can bet on sports teams or buy teams like their shares of stocks as if it were the stock market really fun platform and a good way for you to make money. And it's not just week to week. It's not a short-term play. It can be, but it, it also is a long-term play, a long-term investment in a team, whether that's the Bengals or another team out there, you got to check it out. And if you use the promo code OBI, when you go to symbol.com slash OBI, you get a $500 uh, 
uh, money back guarantee that covers you for three months. So if you deposit up to 500 bucks, you kind of tinker around in there and you're not really liking how things are headed within three months, they will refund your money. That is how confident they are in how successful you will be with their product. But you got to use the promo code OBI. You got to go to symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com slash OBI to take advantage of that. Have some fun, make some money. There are some good investments to be had out there. And it's not just in the sport of football. It's not just with the Cincinnati Bengals. They do other sports, a lot of other teams out there. So go check it out. This may be a good week to invest in the Bengals, though, depending on how this last month of games plays out. Um, if the Bengals end up doing some good things, making the postseason, then, uh, you know, you might have been able to buy them a little lower this week based on the two game losing streak and, and make some money off of them. So go to symbol.com backslash OBI, use the promo code OBI when you sign up and they will cover up to $500 in your account for up to three months, 90 day money back guarantee. Check it out. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, one, one team or one play, a couple players I want to talk about quickly before we move on because we're kind of running up against some time here. But big news happened in the NFL. It, it was about 9 o'clock or 9.30 my time on the Pacific, about 12.30 or so, uh, I think, in Eastern time zone. But uh, Urban Meyer's out. Mm-hmm. And I guess where I wanted to just kind of ask you about, I know it's not really time necessarily to get cute or experiment in the playoffs in fantasy football, but we have seen what, like, let's just say, for instance, the Cleveland Browns situation with Odell Beckham Jr. Beckham Jr. had a nice game on Monday night. Uh, He is doing some good things for the Rams now. And the Browns, you know, they kind of moved off of him. Baker had a great game against the Bengals. We kind of saw that as a win-win for both sides, right? Now you're talking about a team that has, uh, I guess, behind the curtain has been pretty uh, upset about how Urban Meyer was running the show, particularly guys on offense, Marvin Jones, maybe Trevor Lawrence. He hasn't really expressed it, but Marvin Jones supposedly had a heated exchange with Mm -hmm. Urban Meyer. And then you've got James Robinson, who was benched for a while and then obviously only had five carries in the opener, that sort of thing. So. I guess just quickly, even though the Jacksonville Jaguars have two wins to their name so far this year, do you see a little bit of a fire being lit under some of their best offensive players and or are they viable options going forward here to end the year just because Urban's not really supposedly dragging the rest of them down here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. I did see some uh, some some text exchange were made with players and their agents where they were like giving them thumbs up and stuff like that. So there's, I don't think there's a dry eye in the house. You know, everybody's real upset about, about urban leaving, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, as far as James Robinson and, uh, and maybe even Marvin Jones go, Marvin Jones has kind of always been that guy that to, he would, he would hang out right around that, um, around that wide receiver three to flex range. And, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that potentially, like I said before, if you need a, if you need a big 
boom kind of player, somebody to throw in your flex if, if you're an underdog this week and you just need to try to make something happen. I could definitely see him. You know, it seems like every year he always gets that that crazy performance where he'll have freaking twenty touchdowns in a game or something like that. It's just it's crazy to see. But and then uh, James Robinson also he's a guy that you played all year, and it seems like Urban was the only reason that he wasn't getting the playing time that that he probably should be getting. Now maybe that's just how we see it from a 2000 foot pole or you know kind of view standpoint but i just i think that that he's a guy that you should have faith in this week and he might even go out and play out with like with a vengeance or something but as far as trevor lawrence goes um one qb league absolutely not it's just he hasn't done anything i think he's got less than 10 touchdowns on the year so he's definitely not a guy you want to you want to um play it, but in two QB leagues, I don't. I probably still wouldn't do that, honestly, unless you're, um, if you're injured or you got a player on COVID and you need to 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 find somebody real quick. I guess you could throw him in. Last minute scramble start. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. So before we get to the lines and some of the games that uh, may intrigue you in terms of betting, etc., Derek, um, what? Were there any other quick uh, players that you're saying, hey, you know, as as you set your playoff lineups this week, the next couple of weeks, these are some guys that may take you to the promised land? Yeah, uh, real quick, quarterback-wide, Justin Fields, quarterback 17 is his ranking this week. Hmm. Um, I see him against Minnesota. I, I really do. I see him finishing within that top 12. Um I just I like that matchup a lot for him, and then pairing Justin Fields up with a wide receiver. I've got Darnell Mooney. He's wide receiver twenty-seven in PPR leagues, and uh, he'll definitely, uh, in my eyes, finish in that wide receiver two. Uh, you know, twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah. Probably probably around the twenty to twenty-four category, and then um, a couple guys that that I'm a little weary of: Taysom Hill. I, I love his his running ability, and it seems like every week you're you're worried when you start him, and then he'll kind of get it at the end. But he's got he's gotten over 100 yards rushing every week since he's been the starter. But rushing against Tampa Bay, those two do not mix. So <laughs> let's uh, let's wait and see what what happens on that. And then for running backs uh, fades, I've got Saquon Barkley. He is running back 16. But I just I do not like that matchup at all. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right, let's check out some of the lines and see what intrigues us, and more specifically, you, the guru. And then we will hop on out of here. These are the lines here, courtesy of thelines.com, and uh, no sponsorship there. But uh, maybe we'll work on that since we've been leaning on this site here for <laughs> the better part of yeah, the, absolutely the season. So um, you know, a number of different uh, different sources that they use here: DraftKings, Caesars, FanDuel, BetMGM, PointsBet, etc. Um, you know, and you can see the different lines where you can get them. The the really, I mean, tonight is interesting. The divisional games. I always have trouble betting on the divisional games because emotion, mm-hmm. I feel, plays like a big factor in a lot of those things. Um, 
this one right here is very interesting to me. The Raiders and the Browns. Um, mm-hmm. It's a Saturday game. It's in Cleveland, but it's a Saturday game. The Raiders have have kind of stumbled outside, you know, basically since that game against the Bengals, they have stumbled. However, the Browns are COVID-19 riddled right now. And so, yep. you know, and I think including Baker, right? Um, so mm-hmm. I, there's a lot, a, a lot of things to look at at this one, a really interesting game and, and kind of a fun one. I, I always like the ones by the holiday. I don't know, call me nostalgic or whatever, but the ones by the holiday that are on a Saturday afternoon, evening, I just, I don't know. It's kind of like, Hey, Christmas time's here, I guess. But, um, I don't know. That's one that intrigues me. Patriots only, uh, you know, um, two point. Uh, favorites there, two two and a half point favorites over New- Indianapolis in Indy. That one's kind of interesting. Um, Buffalo, two, no, they're two point dogs. Dogs, I'm sorry, two point dogs. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that's um, actually that's one of my one of my best bets of the week. Um, if you're going to give me New England and points, I'll take it all day long. Yeah, I just I it's so, even though it Indy has played better. I just I really like the the way the Bill Belichick has got this team playing. It almost seems like every year, you know, we, we say it every year, he spends that first half of the season as a extended preseason and then really kicks it on late in the year. So, yeah, if you're going to give me uh, New England and the points, I'll take it every day. Yeah, Mr. Mac Jones, Mr. Three pass attempts in a game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and if that guy wins rookie of the year over Chase, throwing three passes. In oh, the yeah. Good. Yeah. Anyway, Panthers getting 11 points against the Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo has been in one of those AFC Jekyll and Hyde teams. So, uh, you know, at home in Carolina is not that great. Maybe that makes sense for somebody to, to take that. But that's a big spread there for a team that has been all over the map in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins and the Jets, a nine, you know, another divisional game, nine and a half points. Uh, Miami's getting nine and a half. Uh, they are nine and a half point favorites at home. That's an interesting one. Uh, Washington and Philly, another divisional game where you've got almost a 10-point spread. Arizona mm-hmm. and Detroit, you've got 12 points there, 11 points. Uh, Dallas is an 11-point favorite against the Giants in New York. Um, I don't know, man. It, what, what, uh, and then the Bengals are uh, two-and-a-half-point dogs uh, against Denver in Denver. I actually think the Bengals might, you know, I know it's hard to say after two straight losses and they're kind of stumbling over their own two feet the last couple of weeks. This is a game I feel actually kind of surprisingly decent about. Uh, I don't know why. I just feel like Denver is one of those flip-flop teams. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't scare me all that much. And I just, I feel like the Bengals are hungry to kind of turn turn things around in this this seems to be the easiest game potentially of the remaining four. That's not saying much because I still think this is a bit a difficult one, but I don't know. Um, those are some of the ones that are piquing my interest. And then of course the Packers five and a half point uh, favorites in Baltimore. Yeah. So um, I, I like, I agree with you as well. The, uh, the Bengals game really, really, it, it seems like every week the Bengals really draw my eye and I'm going to bet against or bet for them. Every single week, and it's crazy because, you know, every year in the past, you've had this, these games where you're like, man, I really, I really don't trust the Bengals to to cover this one, and and but this year, I feel like every game I bet for them to to cover because it seems like 
literally every game they've played this year, they should have been in other than making, you know, they make a couple mistakes in the Browns game and that really, really, really gets them way behind. But other than that, they've, they've been in every single game and it's crazy, but I, I actually like the, the Cincy money line because um, getting, getting two and a half points just wasn't enough for me. Um, especially because I think if, if I can read that correctly, um, yeah, Cincinnati plus two and a half is plus one Oh five plus 100. Seems like, uh, at FanDuel it's minus one Oh two and then bed MGM it's minus one Oh five. So yeah, I was seeing, I was seeing the minus a lot in a lot of these, uh, places where you can bet on them and the money line for Cincy is plus 124. So it's actually plus money. So you're going to get a better value at that. If you think Cincy's going to win, then uh, go ahead. And now that hurt me last week because I took the Cincy money line, and I think it was plus two and a half last week as well, and they ended up losing by three. So yeah. And then here's another intriguing one: Atlanta, San Francisco. San Francisco coming off an overtime game where they played extra football on the road. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying they will lose to the Falcons. I think the Falcons are still somehow in the playoff picture at six and seven. I think that's a record. Um, so at not, you know, they're getting nine and a half points there. That one may be something to look at too, just from uh, the outside looking in, uh, knowing knowing some of the features there. And 49ers, yeah. being a, another one of those Jekyll and Hyde teams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, real quick, another another couple of uh, bets that I liked a lot this week was. Uh, Going back to the the Kansas City game, it has nothing to do with the lines or anything like that. But one of the bets, I I think there, I can't remember where it's gotten to now. But when I took the bet, it was like 54, 55 rushing yards for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I took the over on that because I just think that's that's not enough for him. Um, I I just really like that prop. Okay. So those are some of the best bets here in terms of the games and lines that we are looking at. We gave you some fantasy football advice. Any other pieces of advice you want to tell the folks for this week before we get on out of here, Derek? Yes, real quick. Um, I know I've said this before, but you know this is the fantasy playoffs. So everybody, just make sure, get your lineup set. Get all of your Thursday players out of the flex position. Same thing with Saturday players that are coming up because you want to have that flexibility in case one of your players just happens to not play well to, you know, throw in a boomer bust uh, wide receiver or a boomer bust tight end or running back. Um, you know, if for some reason you have Keenan Allen and he just, he's your wide receiver three because you've got such a great lineup like I do. No. <laughs> but yeah, getting, getting out of your flex position and it just leaves you a lot more flexibility. I like it. Uh, well, let's hope the Bengals right the ship this week and get back into the thick of the playoff picture. Um, you know, they've kind of stumbled the last couple of weeks, but they are still in it. And uh, maybe maybe they'll come through a bit more this week as they go to Denver. Derek, thanks for thanks for coming on and giving us your knowledge there. Appreciate it. Have a good uh, rest of your weekend, my friend. Absolutely, you too. And uh, hopefully next next week you guys can see my big beautiful mug. Yeah, yeah. Get that camera. <laughs> get that camera. Yeah. 
All right. Take it easy. Thanks everybody for tuning in and submitting questions. We are going to be back with listener questions live tomorrow. So join us for that and submit your question to us for that, bringing you all kinds of different stuff. And then we've got post game coming up after the game on Sunday too. Take care, everybody. Have a good rest of your weekend, a football filled weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we've got uh, and Thursday night as well. I mean, there's football all over the place. So at any rate, that time of year. Oh, what a wonderful time. That's right. Check it out. Take it easy. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon.